and welcome to episode three of Head Mangle, written and performed by Mike Nelson. Ah, oh, Champix, my cancerous crustacean. Ah, yeah. O'Shea. Allow me. Princess nicotine replacement therapy. Sister of your late queen. You don't hang about, do you? Hold your tongue. What news? Yeah, we found the smoker. He's on a big boat making a film for the BBC. This is most wondrous news. Destroy it. D- destroy what? This boat you speak of. Consume it beneath such a fearsome spume that mankind will believe that the wild white horses of my wrath have been thoroughly unleashed and this earth they inhabit will never more be dry. Then come back and make some sandwiches. Crab sandwiches. I, I, I can't do that. It, it'd be like being a cannibal. Then use crab sticks. It, it, it's still crab. The content is negligible. Now leave us. Princess Nicotine Replacement Therapy and I have much to discuss. Seems a bit harsh. What does? Killing everyone. Why don't you just kill the smoker? Do not question my judgment in front of the princess. But you want him to stop lobbing sigbots in the sea? Yes, they present the gravest threat to dolphins everywhere. Well, scare them with a storm, kill the smoker, and tell the rest of the crow if they do it again, you're going to be right pissed off on that. Champix, the princess and I are most impressed with your plan. Execute it whilst we peruse short break holiday brochures. Short bitch? Short break holiday brochures? After all I've done, oh, but I can't be mad. I love him too much. I, I, I fancy the fucking pants off him. Champix! I heard what you spoke, and I'm afraid I'm going to have to dismiss you from the court of Poseidon. Why? What have I done? Your feelings for me make things a little, um, awkward. You're sacking us because you're homophobic. I'm not homophobic. I just happen to believe that a relationship between a crab and a man is unnatural. Unnatural? You're not even a man. Well, at least I look like one. Your hair's been out of seaweed. Silence! Take your belongings and leave this instance. Fancy a game of buckaroo? There will be no more buckaroo! Good idea, my sweet. Chroma is very pleasant this time of year. Listen, Carl, you can't stay there all night. Why don't you do yourself a favour, son, and come down before someone gets hurt? Kate back. I mean it. I'll do it. Just put the gun down, mate. Think of your family. My family? They don't care about us. No one does. I might as well talk myself now. Hello, I'm Detective Davis, Senior Hostage Negotiator at Scotland Yard. Situation, Constable? PC Norris, ma'am. White male, Carl Johnson, late 30s, no hostages, apparently armed, threatening to kill himself. No shots fired, been there about four hours, surrounding buildings and streets cleared. Excellent, good work, Norris. I'll take over from here. 
Hello, Carl. My name is Detective Davis, and I'm here to help. Could you possibly explain to me what has possessed you to indulge in such extraordinary behaviour? You what? Put the copper back on. You mean you wish to speak to my colleague and fellow police officer? Is that correct? Yeah, whatever. Yes or no? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Thank you, Carl. I'm now going to transfer it back to my esteemed colleague. The suspect wishes to continue his previous conversation. Try not to agitate him as he appears somewhat volatile. <clears throat> Hello, Carl. Me again. How's it going? Been better. Who's the posh tart? Detective Davis, expert negotiator. Don't worry, she's top drawn. She's going to help you through this. <clears throat> Hello, Carl. Detective Davis here again. If you could, as succinctly as possible, try to explain the circumstances vis-a-vis -vis your current predicament and the chain of events that preceded said impasse. You what? I don't know what you're going on about. You fail to understand what I'm talking about. I don't understand nothing. Hmm, which implies you do understand something. Listen, copper, I said I don't understand nothing. Try not to avoid, try to avoid the double negative, Carl. It'd be a great help. You what? What is this bullshit? We was having a proper talk before you came along. Were. You what? The plural verb in this instance is were. I was. We were. We were having a proper talk. If you could say that back to me. We were having a proper talk. Excellent, Carl. Pray continue. A. I don't know. I were. I mean, was. You know. Do you want me to start again? If you don't mind, Carl, just for the sake of clarity, you understand. Right. Me and LS was, was, which one is it? Remember, for a plural, use were. Take your time, Kyle. My wife and I were. Yeah, yes. Mm. My wife and I were. Excellent. My wife and I were having an argument. An. You what? Pardon? An argument. Course, sorry. My wife and I were having an argument. Excellent. Then what happened? Come on, Kyle. I know you can do this. We're all rooting for you, Kyle. Take your time. Right. My wife and I were having an argument regarding our foot infidelity with a cunt gentleman who lives adjacent to my property. When unbeknown to me, the cunt gentleman knocked on the door. Knocked on us door. Our. What? The collective pronoun is our. Please continue. Oh, for fuck's sake. There ain't no point. <laughs> Shit, he was doing so well. Indeed, Norris. Another life totally destroyed. Destroyed will do, ma'am. What? The adverb, ma'am, is superfluous. Destruction by its very nature is total. Oh, piss off, Norris. No one likes a smart arse.
Hi, my name is Melanie, and I'll be conducting your job seekers interview today. Hi, um, here's my form. Lovely. What happened to the other guy, Steve? Mr. Renton. He was sacked. <laughs> I'm only joking. He died. So, let's have a little, little look then. I see you're mainly interested in working in design. Yeah, design, advertising. My degree is actually in graphic design, so... Excellent. You have a degree in graphic design. A first class degree. Wow, a first class degree in graphic design. Yes, well, uh, I did work really hard. I imagine you did. No luck yet. Well, I've applied for a number of jobs, but the job market isn't exactly buoyant at the moment. Unfortunately not, Mr Walker. But still, that's the whole point of these interviews. Is this your CV? Very impressive. I don't suppose you thought of casting your net a little wider? Well, advertising maybe, though it's it's really important that I use the skills I, I learnt on my course. Of course. It's just a shame that your degree is in such a silly subject. Sorry? Well, if you had a degree in something useful, like dentistry, we probably wouldn't be sat here having this conversation. Look... I worked really hard on my course. Graphic design is a highly skilled job. Is it? Yes, it bloody is. Messing about on the computer. Do you actually know anything about graphic design? The knowledge of all the different design programs, for example. Messing about on the computer, making little posters. Look, I didn't come here to be insulted. Beggars can't be choosers. What? I'm not a beggar. Next! I haven't finished. Job seekers' allowance is a form of begging, isn't it? You what? You've got to be bloody joking. How dare you condemn a whole class of people just because they're unemployed? Next! I demand to see your manager. You mean Mr Renton? Look, I need to prove that I've taken part in this stupid fucking sham of an interview. Otherwise, we'll stop your benefits. And could you watch the language there a little? Watch the language? You just call me a beggar for Christ's sake. Well, aren't you? No! <laughs> all right, it's all right, I'm a beggar, satisfied, are we? Feel powerful now, do we, eh? A little. Now, please, sit back down. As I was saying, possibly you could think of casting your net a little wider. And as I said, I want to work in a similar field to my degree. And as I rightly pointed out, Beg, you have to be realistic. After all, you've been unemployed for, let's have a look, six months. You've been out of work for six months. Yeah, since I finished my course. Well, this puts everything in a different light. Excuse me a moment. Hello, it's Mel here in the interview room. I wonder if you could send Tobias through. Yes, that's right. Thank you. Tobias will be with you in a moment, Mr Walker. Where be the chattel woman? The chattel be... <laughs> He's just here, Tobias. Oh, yeah, you're right enough. That he is, thou winsome wench. Come to me, galley, at the stroke of twelve and I'll make thee squeal. <laughs> I bet thee likes to squeal, thou buxom plum love monkey. 
Now, slave, stand. I beg your pardon. He speaks to kings. Yes. Stand, man. <coughs> Look, what the... F a feisty one and no mistake. Thou'll fetch a pretty penny, thou will. I'll take him for five guineas. Six in his yards. Thou drives a hard bargain, messy. Six it is. Just a second. Have I just been sold into slavery? Aye. You belong to me now, boy. Well, you have been unemployed for over six months. It's the new legislation. Hi, and welcome to Cox News with me, Jeb Bubbly. Tonight on Cox, we asked the question, if Jesus were alive today, would he have been aborted? With me to debate this is the respected pro-life campaigner, the Reverend Jefferson Crabapple, and, to give an illusion of balance, an extreme radical feminist. Um, <clears throat> Dr. Kate Radion? Exactly. Reverend. Well, I suppose it's a completely hypothetical question that we've got no shy-fire way of answering, but yes, sure, if Jesus were alive today, I'm 150% convinced that he would have been aborted. Is that because Mary, as a single mother surrounded by rampant liberal values, would have felt compelled to murder the innocent fetus of our Lord and Savior? Yes, sir, I'm of that op Thank you. Well, there you have it. If Jesus were alive today, he would most certainly have been aborted. Whoa, d d just a second, what the hell kind of... And now, Sports News! <laughs> Sorry, love, I'm not interested. What now, El Capitan? Maybe we should get some dynamite and blow down her door. Angelos, have I not taught you anything? No, El Capitan. Yes, El Capitan. Like the iguana that sleeps in the forest of El Chimichango, we must be patient. What the bloody hell's going on? D don't shoot! I am the infamous Tina Topas Anchevi. Who is your energy supplier? I, I don't know. We are desperados. Do not play games with us. I'm not. I don't. Hang on. N-Power. Oh, did I change it back to British Gas? Yep, no, no, N-Power. Maybe. I, ca I can't remember. Then Perpetual die. What? It's N-Power. My energy supplier is N-Power. Good. Now we are getting somewhere, gringo. Would you consider changing your energy supplier from energy supplier N-Power to energy supplier E-On? What? Who are you? Have you got any ID? Of course. Well, can I see it? It is stuck in my pocket from the days of the revolution. Let me help, El Capitan. No, I can retrieve the identification myself. Are you sure, El Capitan? See. Si. Here. This is a membership card for Blister's Roller Disco. It is this one. Now you can see we're serious desperados, and we can cut your energy bill by a minimum of 20%. Huh. Do you wish to say something, Angelos? No, El Capitan. 
then why do you snort like this? Like the young shepherd who is making love to his golden alpaca in the lonely vineyards of Grande Cojones. Are, are you okay, Capitan? See, si, Angelos, it is just sometimes life. But now we must continue for the, with the sketch. See, si, El Capitan, although I feel like my heart is torn in two like a stale tortilla, I will continue for the sake of the limited number of listeners this podcast receives. I snort because it is nothing, El Capitan. Yet it is something, Angelo, speak. I mean no disrespect, but I do not think your estimate of potential savings for the combined gas and electricity tariff is correct, El Capitan. Bastardo, explain. I mean no disrespect, El Capitan, but you are forgetting that 20% discount is based on a unit rate of £15.008 pence per kilowatt hour, which is now £15.008 pence per kilowatt hour. Ah, Angelos, have you not heard of the government's green initiative? If your property is capable of cavity wall insulation, you are eligible for a reduction of a potential 20% saving over a 10-year period, providing your energy use does not increase and your boiler is serviced annually by a registered gas safe fitter. No, El Capitan. I was not aware of this misleading offer. This is because you are... What? How is my explanation misleading? It is misleading, El Capitan, because it is wrong. The government's green initiative was postponed in the April of 2014. For those properties built before 1935, Gringo, the year in which your house was built. She is dead. Huh. Yes, Angelos. Losing the will to live brought on by the pointless differences between the privatized energy providers. Can we not just end the sketch differently, El Capitan? No, Angelos. The sketch must always end this way, with me ramming home the points about the absurdities of modern life. I see, El Capitan. That is correct. It is true, Angelos. El Capitan? Yes, Angelos. The the, uh, the lonely shepherd in your story was that... Ah, uh, is that the time? Now we must go to the final sketch. So we got there, Marcelo. A great win for Leeds. Congratulations. How are you feeling? Si fu un patindo muy difficile. Si deferendion muy bien y dos llevo mucho tiempo terribles. Yes, it was a very difficult match. They defended right well and that. And it took us a long time to break them down. And Harrison scoring at the end there, that was really something else. Pues supiesto, fui mi especial para las fantásticos que si rico poron como yo. Solía pensar que era un miando la goreyuco, pero ya no. Of course, it was very special for the fans who read like him. I used to think he was a lanky streak of piss, but not anymore. <laughs> right. 
And what's your thoughts on next season? A top four finish? Lagares, no con esta conjunto de nomtis. Nada más que una lluvia de merda. Cada una dos los lanzadores. Mi non ganas de vomito. Los odos a todos. Como blushas de niña grandes. E grandes grandanzados. Todos las bastados. Maybe. Right, okay. So you've been in Leeds for quite some time now. How are you enjoying the famous Yorkshire hospitality? Es grandioso, pero el clima es una mierda. Siempre está cambiando y el viento sopla como la pieta de una casa de mierda. Bang, 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 bang. Este bien. Mi bulle loco, pero si vas de robo un codero. Es mijo. Quite los follos. Que para el ti, mamá, pon mandera en el agüero aquí. ¿Quién es nuestro timoda? It's a great grand, but weather is shite. It's always pissing down, and the wind it blows like a shithouse door. Bang, bang, bang. It proper does me nothing, but if you're going to steal a lamb, you might as well shag it. Nose. What's for tea, ma'am? Put wood in all. Here, what's for us tea, mother? I, I see. Well, <laughs> congratulations once more, Marcelo, and back to the studio. I can speak English, you know. Aye. you can. You have been listening to Headmangle which was recorded live in our Maida Vale studio with the support of the Headmangle production team. Thank you and good night. (laughs) 